Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 153 of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We are going to uh, briefly talk about Raw, we're going to talk about SmackDown Live, we're going to talk about 205 Live, and we're going to take some questions from the Facebook uh, my name is John, and joining me this week, as she does uh, most weeks, is the Sami Zayn 2, Mike Evan Owens. Marianne, hello. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well, uh, kind of busy, a busy week here. The The Royal Rumble is upon us, and that's pretty much why I'm busy. No, that's not it at all It is upon I'm us. Busy. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's, it is upon us, yes. Um, so, how are you? Because I feel like... Uh, Two weeks ago, I recorded with Nick, and last week we didn't record because I was, well, I thought we were both going to be in L.A., but only I made the trek down. So how have you been? Yeah, um, I got a new car. Yeah. Have you named really your new excited. car? No, I have not. Ooh. I haven't even put the Deathly Hallows decal on it yet. Oh, okay. What, what names are we throwing around? I haven't thrown around any names. Wow. Do you not name your cars? Um, my last car was in bottom, but I haven't, like, I, I'm still to the point where I'm like, I can't believe it's like mine. And I'm yeah. also like scared that something's going to happen if I get to ahead of myself. Right. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. I love it. It's green. Obviously, if you guys have not seen it, I posted a picture on Instagram. Sailor yes. Moon Salt. Um, see how I plug that in there. Nice. Um, I was not here last time. Nick was. We should just replace me with Nick. Nick is so much funnier no, than I am. No, we're not doing um, that. <laughs> but uh, I couldn't go to the bar wrestling show last... You were down in L.A. that weekend, Yes, correct? I was, yeah. Yeah, and I missed Candace's farewell show, and I'm really I sad. Know. You were I'm right bummed there. out. And also, Ryan Nemeth was there, and I love Ryan Nemeth. <laughs> Ryan Nemeth, yes. The other Ziggle. The, the better. The better the, Ziggle. Yeah, well, they call him Briggles. Briggles, that's great. Better, yeah, name. better name. Well, that one came out first before Ziggles, oh. but um, he's the best. Um, but the weekend before, I did go to PWG for Mystery Vortex, yeah. my very first Mystery Vortex, Mystery Vortex Five. Yes, very exciting. Um, obviously, the way Mystery Vortex works is that they do not announce matches yeah. ahead of time because it is a mystery. Whoa. There's only a couple people we knew for sure that were going to be there. Obviously, Ricochet, because he's a champion. Or he was a champion. We'll yes, get there. Yeah. Um, um, and so if Ricochet's there, then there's just some people that you would assume would be there. Chuck Taylor. Yeah. Mostly because I knew he was going to be there because he was booked at a show the next day in L.A. Right. Which I also went to, which I'll get to. Um, it was tons of fun. The way Mystery Vortex works is you they, you don't know who's going to be there ahead of time. There was one person that we did know because he was obviously, bro, do you even mystery? Um, Phoenix was like, who's ready for Mystery Vortex on Twitter? And was like, didn't turn his location thing off. Yeah. And we're like, you fucking idiot. Do you even mystery? <laughs> like, well, 
what a fucking idiot. But um, obviously he was there, and Sammy Guevara did come out to shoot stuff for his vlog with fans, like, in line. So we knew that he was there. Oh. But the opening match, I texted you, and I think your response was, if Tetsuya Naito is at Mystery Vortex, our friendship ends here. Yeah. I remember listening to that on the drive home and laughing so hard. Like, <laughs> spoiler Naito was not there. But um, one, Fred Yehi, how high is he? He is Yehi, who he is introduced as short and pissed off. Yes, he is. Um, and then David Starr. Yeah, both making their PWG debuts, I believe. Yeah, David Starr, very hairy human being. Yeah. He looks like he is the personification of steel wool. <laughs> okay. Really hairy. Um, the way uh, it was um, Excalibur announced everybody. And so they have like these each little ways that they have announced things. And David Starr's is actually really funny. And I couldn't remember what it was because it was so very long. Um, Star one with a roll up. Um, Fred Yehi has very, his, his style is very different. Yes. Than everyone else's. It's, I don't know how to explain it. I was talking um, with my friend Jack about it, who didn't know we had a podcast, by the way. So he's probably going to listen. Um, I've met Jack uh, at least twice. So there Jack you go. is the best. Um, he, we just, his, his style is, how would you describe Freddie High's style? Oh boy. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's in catch point. So, uh, uh kind of grounded um he does do yeah. a lot of stomps um yes that's what it was there was a lot of stomping yeah um he, he, submissions as well um I, I don't know just a ground game i'd say a ground game yeah. for the most part which you wouldn't expect for somebody that itty bitty yes um the next match was joe janela um against flash morgan webster yeah i was very excited um joey janela had to for some reason outshow flash morgan webster's entrance and he literally got off of the ropes and he somersaulted um crowd surfed oh wow he was crowd surfing and somersaulting at the same time so it was just like he was awkwardly somersaulting over people who were sitting down. Oh, my goodness. And it was hilarious. Oh, my God. Good stuff. I was sitting up on the stage right where the comp, like, right where um, Excalibur and Chuck Taylor sit. Yeah. I could have untied Chuck Taylor's shoes oh. while I was sitting there. Like, I'm I was right you, there. I'm glad you did. Um, after that was uh, Sammy. Gav- oh, anyways, Joey Janela hit a brain buster on Flash Morgan Webster and submitted him with a crossface. Um, there was a move in particular. Oh, he did a fuck. I thought Flash died. It scared me so bad. I had to go up to him and go. I thought you. I honestly, it was like it was like when Chris Hero like totally killed Mark Andrews, and I started sobbing because I thought he was legitimately hurt. It was exactly like that, but I can't remember what the move was. Oh my god, he like folded him in half and his neck just like snapped. It was it scared me so bad and from where I was sitting it looked extra bad. Yeah. It was just oh my god. But after I was Sammy Guevara against Ray Phoenix, so Flippy Boys. Flippy Boys. Um, Flippy Boys. Uh Sammy Guevara used his finishers like more than once and he was like that's my best move. <laughs> he would use his best move and it wouldn't work. And so he was like, shit, that was my best move. And it was like a, oh my God. it was like 
a 450 onto something. It was ridiculous. It was so funny. But um, Sammy Guevara ended up defeating Ray Phoenix, which I am pretty okay with because we know how I feel about Phoenix. I'm mm-hmm. just not sold on him. Right. Um, there was a point where I think they both got injured. Yeah, I heard they were just like fucking each other up. Yeah, I, I they, yeah, I'm pretty sure that one. They, I think they just kind of was just not, not no bueno. Yeah. Um, one Keith Lee came out and one Zack Saber Jr. And I went, oh my yes. god, Zack Saber Jr. is just against all the large lads. Yeah. Um, he, uh, one Keith Lee beat Zack Saber Jr. Obviously, most of the match was it was submissions. Yeah. But um, after that was, I got real excited. I shrieked and shrieked and shrieked. It was Trent, Trent, um, against Marty Skrull. Yeah, Marty Skrull. Yeah. How was that? Um, Trent won. Yeah, apparently so. Setting up. Uh, anyway, we'll get to that. Yeah, later. there was there was baby powder in this match. Oh. Um, it was yeah. The, the ring around the ring smelled nice, but uh, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, he won with the dude buster, of course. Heavyweight, yeah, Trent. he was like, he was like, see, and he still beat him with heavyweight Trent, beat him with the dude buster. Nice. Um, next was the tag team champions, Matt Riddle and Jeff Cobb, against yeah, ring comp. My god, big daddy Volta, yeah, uh, gross Vata Volta. And Timothy Thatcher, who we haven't yes. seen in PWG, I feel in a little while. Yes, Thatcher was pinned after the um, he was pinned after the knee. Uh, what is it called? The knee to the face. The bro to sleep. No, it was so fucking good that match. Yeah. Uh, Cobb obviously bled everywhere because that's like his jam. Oh. Um, loves bleeding. Um, that match was great. Volta just folding people in his hat, like folding people in half <laughs> with those chops. Yeah, they, his hands are like like Ginsu knives. Like Good. he will cut somebody literally in half. Yeah. Um. After that was the main event, which obviously I knew Chuck Taylor was going to be there because he was sitting behind me. <laughs> yeah, he was on commentary. So he was on commentary, and we knew Ricochet was going to be there, and I was like, oh my god. They were like, the next one's the main event. And I went, shit, motherfucker. The main event is Chuck Taylor versus Ricochet for the title. My boy won. He he did. He did win in a guerrilla warfare match. That match was so fucking good. It was so good. They beat the living shit out of each other. There was a trash can. There was a ladder. Obviously, they did that. he did that spot where he just looks ridiculous flying upside down and landing on the ladder backwards. Yeah. Um, He brought out Tax. Because he doesn't care about his life. No. Um, there was tax fucking everywhere. Ricochet put a handful of tax in uh, Big Dust's mouth. Right. As yeah. as you would do to a friend, yes. It's just the worst. It was the worst. It was just so painful to watch. They brought it outside the ring. And I can't remember specifics because I was just so blindingly pissed off at shitty Trevor, otherwise known as Ricochet. Because he knows how much I love Chuck Taylor. And so when he does particularly brutal moves, he'll do them in the area that I'm at while looking at me. Nice. Because he's an asshole. Shitty Trevor. And so I'm sitting up on the stage and they're doing this, throwing each other into chairs and just kicking the shit out of each other literally right in front of me. Wow. And I look horrified. And Ricochet was like, do you like that? I'm beating the shit out of him to me. And I was like, no. 
I was like, Trevor, you're so mean. He's like beating him up like hardcore. And they're like, there's blood everywhere. They're just like, it was great. And I'm sitting in between Jack and, or I'm sitting next to Jack and Kristen, his girlfriend. Right. And they start bringing it up on the stage. And Chuck Taylor says, you guys picked literally the worst place you possibly could have been sitting. <laughs> like, is where you guys are right now. We had to move so bad that we were, there was like, I think three people sitting on Jack. Oh my God. Including myself because the asshole down this, uh, like on the other end of the stage wouldn't move. And so there was like people piled on top of people. We couldn't move because this dickhead wouldn't move over. And I got kicked in the face. Chuck Taylor kicked me in the face. Oh my God. Yes. Right in the face. <laughs> yeah, he kicked me in the head, and Kirsten was like, I love how you no-sold the shit out of that. <laughs> oh, my God. She got a chair thrown. Like, okay, so Ricochet threw a chair at Dustin, and it almost hit Kristen, and she was in such a bad mood that night that she was like, fuck it, and she just knocked it right out of the air. <laughs> came at her. She was just in such a pissed-off mood that she was just like, whack, like not having it. Oh my god! And so he like flipped Dustin over up on the stage, and I got kicked in the head. And I was like, any touch from Big Dust is a blessing, honestly. So who knows? Um, and anyways, Chuck Taylor won, and um, Ricochet, Ricochet missed uh, a six thirty into thumbtacks. Jesus! And he gave him an awful waffle on the thumbtacks. On the thumbtacks, but right before he did it, he said, "Have f- have, have fun on two hundred five live, you dumb piece of shit." <laughs> That's my um. I read that. Somebody put that on Twitter, and I about fucking died. I thought that was the funniest thing ever. Have fun you could on. Barely hear it. Like I couldn't hear it, but the people he was like, "Have fun on two hundred five live, you dumb piece of shit." Good. That's great. It was so funny, and it was great afterwards because he took the mic and he basically was like talking about how they've known each other for fifteen years. Um, they tried to work it like a fight, even though, yeah, you know, it was just, he gave a speech on how he's like, how Ricochet started out and Ricochet and how he was like right away saying, I, we started training together and I helped train you. And he was like, and not long after I realized, oh fuck, he's better than me. He's like a lot better than me. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, I noticed very quickly that you're a lot better than I am. He didn't say that he was going to the WWE, but it was implied in every person in the room. Everybody like knew it basically. Yeah. But um, and Chuck Taylor basically did this whole speech, and it was very sweet. And you looked over, and Trevor's in the corner crying, and he was like, he was like, "I love you, man," and I'm so proud of you, and all these sweet things. And it was just, it was adorable. And I'm crying obviously because he won, and I was trying not to get my false eyelashes like down my face. Right. But um. He Ricochet was crying, and then after Chuck Taylor left, Ricochet took the mic and he did this beautiful speech. It was it like if you weren't, I was like I'm crying, Ricochet's crying, everyone in this building should be crying because it was it was such a nice speech. It was adorable. Yeah, he was like you trained me, and he was like I would not be where I am if you did not help me as much as you did. I would not be as successful. I would not be getting the, the opportunities that I've gotten. I would not have grown if it wasn't for Chuck Taylor. And I owe him everything. And I'm crying <laughs> like a lot because he was like, you drove 16 hours to a show and 16 hours back 
I didn't have to drive. You were the one that would email promoters and get us booked to places. You were the one that would get me opportunities. You were the one that would speak up for me and like say good things about me to help us get booked. You were the one that was always there. You trained me. And he was like, I would not be anywhere. I owe everything to you. And it was just adorably sweet. Nice. And I think it gained Chuck Taylor a lot of respect that a lot of people never really gave him. Because unless you're obsessed with him like I am, you weren't going to know that backstory. Right. Which is completely true. Yeah. And he was just like, this is my home away from home. And he was like, it's my absolute favorite place to perform. I'm going to miss you guys all so much. And I went up to see him afterwards. And I was like, you know, I as I love Dustin, but that doesn't mean that I don't love you, too. You know, like, and I'm going to miss you. And I know that I won't be able to have breakfast with you at Denny's at Bola. Like, I was like, I'm going to miss you, shitty Trevor. And then we, like, hugged. And he was like, oh, we just had this sad moment because he's really a really nice guy. Yeah, I've heard he's Regardless of what Annie says, he's a really fun guy to talk to. He's really (laughs) nice. He took time to say, to talk to everybody. And I went up to him afterwards and I was like, I need a picture with you, you know. And I was like, we, like... And I've been talking to him recently to where he was like, I need to get new gear. And I'm like, no, fuck you. You don't need new gear. Your gear during Bola was sick. It's my favorite gear that you've ever had. He was like, I hated it when I first got it. But then I told him in the hallway, I was like, dude, Trevor, your gear is sick. And he was like, ever since you told me it was sick, I decided it was my favorite gear. And I was like, don't joke with me, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, it was really great. But the next PWG show is going to be Trent. Big boy heavyweight Trent against my boy Big Dust. So it's yeah. going to be friendship war. Oh and my I have to be there, man. And um, some people are debuting. Yeah, uh, Flip, I believe Flip Flip Morgan. Is it Flip, Flip, Gordon. Flip Gordon? Not Morgan. My goodness. Flip Gordon's debuting against Zack yeah. Sabre Jr. Uh, Dalton Castle is uh, returning to PWG. Uh, the ROH heavyweight champion, Dalton Castle. Yes, and he's yeah. going against Joey Janela, who yes. looks like him. Yeah, a little bit. I realized bit. this when I was sitting with Jack. I went, oh my god, he looks like the homeless art student version of Dalton Castle. He looks like the <laughs> shitty younger brother of Dalton Castle. And we were just dying. They have the same facial expressions. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, David Starr is taking on Travis Banks. I'll be really excited to see Travis Banks again. Yeah. Adam Brooks is taking on Matt Seidel. I miss Matt Seidel. Um, Keith Lee faces Matt Riddle. And yes. Trent faces Chuck Taylor. Yeah, should be a uh, no tag team match is very interesting. Yeah, hoot. But the next day, I'm not going to, I swear to God, I'm going to cut this shorter. The next day, I went to um, a, uh, I think it's quintessential uh-huh. for wrestling. I went to that. It's at another Legion Hall. Shocker. Um, because Chuck Taylor is booked and I go everywhere he goes when I get the chance. You just my made favorite. the list. Thank you. I told you to get that button prepared because I told you I was going to talk about him a lot. Um, <laughs> he was there. I like it was run, it's run by a guy who goes to PWG. You've probably met him. But um, okay. I went and basically the show, the main event was Adam Thornstow versus Chuck Taylor for the title. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God. And I think in one of my Instagram videos, Jack was like, this is the most conflicted Marianne has ever been because I love Adam Thornstow and I love Chuck Taylor. And it was it was honestly it was a really good show. Carl Fredericks was there. Carl Fredericks is my boo. I love him. He is an absolute sweetheart. You've seen him wrestle, I think. I think Jack had yes, never I seen have, him wrestle yes. before. 
And I was like, you guys, I'm really excited for you to see Carl Fredericks because he is a flippy boy. But the problem with this was they had a chandelier in the middle of the room. And from the chandelier was drapes that were hanging with light strings in them. And so the clearance was not there wasn't enough clearance to do any moves. Chuck Taylor still did a moonsault because, like I said earlier, he hates himself. Um, He tried tucking it into the the tile, but it was um, Jeff Cobb versus Lust of the Legend. Such a dilf. He's so hot. Um, You just made the list. Yeah, he's on the list. He knows he's on the list, too. He was like, you made my day. I was having a really bad day. And then I saw that he thought I was a dilf on Twitter and it made me laugh. (laughs) And I was like, oh, you're a dilf. (laughs) Uh, I got to see Delilah Doom. Yeah, this you did just, get to see Delilah Doom. You got to see Fred Yehi and Delilah Doom in the same weekend. Yes, I did. This is just an absolute train wreck of organization with me of explaining this because it was like a while ago. But I got to see Delilah Doom. It was fucking incredible. She was against um, Nicole Matthews. Oh. Because cheerleader Melissa couldn't make it. So Nicole Matthews wrestled twice. Oh, cool. And she's, I I relate so hard to her. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Like her attitude is just, I was like, oh my God, she's me. Oh my God, she's fucking me. This is ridiculous. Like it's great. Delilah Doom, they put on a great match. And you could tell because Delilah Doom was originally supposed to go against cheerleader Melissa. Right. The concept of that match was brilliant because they they were making it up in the ring as they went audibly for everyone else. Right. She started as if she was teaching her aerobics to get her back in shape because Nicole Matthews is not in shape. Right. Which is, somebody made a fat joke and I turned around and I went, you shut your fucking mouth, you dirty whore. But she was playing into it like she was constantly out of breath and stuff, but it still pisses me off when people will say something like that. Yeah. But it was just, the match was fantastic. The chemistry was great. And it just, it... It, it started out like innocent, like she was trying to teach her some things. And then Nicole Matthews was like, I can't run anymore. I hate this. And then she just like, and then they just got pissed at each other. And then they did a match and it was great. Um, there was a tagged uh, intergender tag team match between Royce Isaacs, who I don't know if you've seen. No. And Royce Isaacs, and he was teamed with Sa- uh, Sage Sin. Is that her name? I don't know. The Pumpkin Queen. Still don't know. Okay, but yeah, um, her and then it was my, honest to God, she's probably one of my new favorites when it comes to female wrestlers, Buggy Nova. Ah, yes. I love her look. I love absolutely everything about her, her entire outfit, just everything. She's beautiful. Like, she's unreasonably pretty, and it pisses me off. And she was with um, Artemis. Was his name Artemis? He, his gimmick was basically... The Canadian, like, coffee connoisseur, like, Seattle-area hipster version of the Berkeley Brawler. <laughs> okay. And really good. He was fucking fantastic. He was so goddamn good. Like, he was... It was probably, like, my favorite gimmick of the night. Wow. Like, everybody was, like, so into it because he was so fucking funny. He came out and he had, like, the scarf and the coffee. Jesus. And his tights were even patterned, like, kind of, like like plattish Burberry-ish, like brown schemed like he was just great he was That's really great. fucking great i don't know how to explain it but that match was fantastic um i think i think buggy nova's they picked up the yes it did because she brings her chucky doll everywhere with her oh wow and the chucky doll 
turned into a real midget and the midget helped her win. What the fuck? All right. I'm not joking. Um, no, like it, like the lights went out, like flickered and went out because they like one of them like disrespected the Chucky doll and then it turned into a real like person and it was like a little midget guy. Huh. It was right. horrifying. All right. It was great. But um, the main event was Adam Thornstow versus Chuck Taylor. I do have a large portion of that match recorded. Um, Adam said that he saw me and he wanted to just run up and just flip me off like in the middle <laughs> of the match. It was it was it was honestly it was a real it was a really good match. It was classic Chuck Taylor. It was very funny. They're very good like together. They're very evenly matched. Um, Adam has a really great sense of humor. Like his comedy is really downplayed. Yeah, but he's he's they're both fantastic wrestlers. Obviously, I got an angry Chuck Taylor pin. I got uh, a signed poster, and he I, I didn't have to pay for it. Nice. Um, I just went. You have signed posters. Can I have one? I was like, I only have like three dollars left. He's like, honestly, you could just have it. He was just giving them away. <laughs> nice. Because he doesn't care about himself at all. He hates himself. Um, but it was it was so much fun. I got a signed picture for you from Delilah Doom. You did. She loved my backpack. My my Backstreet Boys backpack. Nice. Loved it. Um, I got to hang out with Carl, and it was great. And Jack was wearing his full-on, complete full-on New Japan tracksuit. Nice. Yeah, it was great. It was just a lot of fun. You would have really enjoyed it. It was a very small crowd, but I was just happy to see Chuck Taylor wrestle somewhere that wasn't PWG and being there to obviously be his freakish largest supporter because I screamed a lot. But yeah, I've been talking way too much. I didn't watch Raw because you told me not to. Yes, uh, Monday Night Raw, the 25th anniversary. Uh, We watched the Hulu versions, and uh, I didn't even realize until... I'm just... I'll talk about it for a little bit. I'm not going to go into the great detail of it. Um, I didn't even realize until the, the main event on Hulu... Or I'm sorry, not even the main event. The Gallows and Anderson taking on the Revival match that... I only watched two matches. Everything else was segments. I didn't even realize it until was wait. Okay, so I'm looking here and I only see. Oh, that's right. We had one. We did have a couple of important moments. Uh, I mean, we opened the show with Stone Cold coming out and stunning everyone. That's fine. Then we saw the Manhattan Center. That's great, too. Uh, The Undertaker was there, but I fast forwarded through that, obviously. Uh, let's see. We had the <laughs> the general managers of the history of uh, of Monday general Night Raw, managers. all of the GMs, and Daniel Bryan was there for some reason. But the Miz came out and like fucking stared him down, and it was great. Uh, then we had Roman Reigns taking on uh, the Miz for the Intercontinental Championship, and uh, once again, the Miz is our Intercontinental Champion. All fucking hail. I was just going to say, all fucking hail. The Miz is the best. Yes. Um, I will say somebody posted <coughs> rather brilliantly on Twitter. They said, oh, it all makes sense now. Um, what all makes sense now? The whole Enzo thing, which we'll get to, because oh. it was just the Miz chewing him out. Yes. Okay, yeah, we'll get... It was great. We'll, we'll talk to that. that. We'll talk about that, but fuck. Um, the, they were showing the replay a lot just to show how the turnbuckle pad got removed which the Miz did himself and used to his advantage to win the intercontinental championship um we had a like a all of the female superstars of the past uh, it was great because nikki bella was in her gear which i thought was so great 
and I just wanted her to forearm somebody to the face, but it didn't happen. Nikki Sawa. Yeah, we wanted some Nikki Sawa elbows. Uh, we had Elias and Chris Jericho showing up in his Alpha Club shirt, and uh, Elias he doesn't give a fuck and can do whatever the fuck he wants. Yes, and Elias uh, unfortunately has just made the list. You just made the list. The different list, the actual list of list of Jericho, not. Not our, not our list. There's lots of lists. There's grocery lists. Yes. To do lists. So the only segment <laughs> besides the the Miz winning that was amazing was Elias uh, calling first of all the Undertaker a decrepit old man. Uh, so Elias is now is he your new favorite thing? My new favorite person. Uh, John Cena came out and started talking, and Elias told him to shut his damn mouth. Nobody wants to hear what he has to say. And John was he Cena, Baron Corbin for a second, basically. But uh, John Cena said, "All right, well, let's fight then." And Elias said, "No, nah, I don't want to." And then you know they ended up fighting, and Elias just straight up low blows John Cena and hits him with a guitar, and then hits him with the drift away. And Elias is left standing tall over a a downed John Cena, which was a great segment. Besides that, I mean. I don't care. Like, I mean, I get it. It was fun, but all right. Don't really care. I mean, they didn't. What, on what this... do you think about how the two different venues and how somebody said they sent the most annoying fans? Oh, that was to the Manhattan Center. That was uh, Dylan Hales said that. And I 100 percent agree with him. And I love that they all those fans said were like, Frank Ooh. the Clown over there. And he was all pissed off because he didn't get to be on TV. Yeah. Yes, and I was like, "Good, like, they good. should do that all the time because he's fucking annoying." The people that the people that try and make the show about them all get sent there. Yeah, which is uh, good stuff. So let's see here. Um, that we didn't. Uh, the two things they didn't show that I kind of wanted to see was the Matt Hardy Bray Wyatt match in the Manhattan Center. I think that would have been fun to watch. Um, and then they didn't show the Dudleys coming back. I know Bubba Ray sucks, but I love the Dudleys, so whatever. Um, and that was Monday Night Raw. I mean, uh, yep, that was your go-home show for Royal Rumble, I guess. Whatever. Um, so many people were really excited about it, and then it was just kind of like yeah. a high school reunion. All right, so that was the fastest <laughs> we've ever talked about Monday Night Raw. So let's get to SmackDown, the confirmed A show for now. For sure. We opened the show with uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and they are just uh, running down AJ Styles, and AJ Styles comes out. and Because he doesn't want none. He doesn't want none. Uh, AJ Styles, it's almost been a year since he debuted, and I just watched his debut at the Royal Rumble again, and it is still fantastic. Great entrance for him. The crowd people went, lose their fucking mind. Yeah, it was great. Something I noticed... I think Kevin Owens has a theme where he just loves sharing titles with his supposed best friend. Yes. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Uh, did they... you realize that? No, I did not. But I know that Kevin and Sammy were on Chris Jericho's uh, sh- his podcast. Oh, I need to listen to that. Yeah, I need to listen to that, too. How um, great was AJ calling them Cammy? Cammy. That is his nickname for them because they are a collective one person. Um, and I love that they're they're just like, you know, AJ, you just always say things like this is your fault. Like and they show the footage of him saying, I'll take them both on in a handicap match. And then they're like, you know what? You a- do a really good AJ Styles impersonation. <laughs> Thank you. I, I basically am doing a 
AJ Styles impression that Frankie Kazarian did, which is still my favorite thing ever, where he's doing the impression of him and the crowd is chanting, is chanting AJ Styles and he's like, I'm here. I'm already here. And it's just like the funniest thing ever. I don't know why. It was just, it was too funny. And man, let me see here. <laughs> so, uh, Say, they say, you know what? Like, are you going to be a man of your word tonight, AJ? And AJ goes, "What the frick are you talking about?" Now I'm just going to try and do his, the impression the entire time. <laughs> Good. And they both go, "Oh!" Uh, and did you notice when they both said "footage," they were holding hands? <laughs> no. They're like footage, and they were holding hands. And then they showed the footage that said he'll fight them both in the same night. Daniel Bryan comes out and he doesn't say anything, but AJ's he basically says, "Fine, I'll fight them both. I don't care." But he wasn't going to tell him he had to, which he mentions later. Yeah. Yes. So, we have Shane and Daniel backstage. Dads are both disappointed in each other. Just when dads are <laughs> disappointed in one another, it's just like the world should, is not right. You're failing at your dadly duties. Yes, definitely. We had Jey Uso taking on Chad Gable. Uh, this was a fun match, I thought. Dude, that pop for the Usos was real. God, I love new regular Usos. Uh, Chad Gable gets the win with the uh, Chaos Theory rolling German suplex, which is a great move. And I love when Chad Gable wins. He's just like, yeah, I won. I know. Just it's great. <laughs> I just love it. It's just the best. He's such a cocky piece of shit, and I love it. Because uh, he just looks like a bratty teenager. Yes. Uh, next up, we had Shinsuke Nakamura backstage with Renee Young, and we're getting a little interview, and uh, I don't know what that smell is, but it smells like eggs, maybe some bacon, because it's big breakfast time. I thought I was going to be like, what, sulfur? <laughs> big? He said, do you notice what he said when he came out? What He's did like, he hype, say? hype, that's all you are, and you know it. And I wanted to go pro afterwards. So big banter comes out and just banters Shinsuke Nakamura into submission. And then it are was we going to talk great. about what Shinsuke said before banter comes out, though? Where, what did he say? Tell tell the audience. Where he, he says that his strategy for the Royal Rumble is just going to be, I see a person and I kick them in the face. Another person come, I kick them in the face. Yes, which is a great <laughs> I strategy. Need, I need them in the face. A knee to the face. Turn around, other person, knee to the face. It's a great strategy. Um, <laughs> hey, can we talk about this Naomi Liv Morgan match? It was really good. It was fun. I had a good time. I loved the um, the, all the missed kicks and then the knee to Liv Morgan. It was gr it was good stuff. I and I also loved that Naomi didn't win with like a her finisher. She just won with like a roll up or a sunset flip. It was a sunset flip. Yeah, sunset flip. Yeah. It was good stuff. That match was good. I think that like they both had like a really uh, well played energy. It was great until Natalia came out, and then I went, oh, this is going to get stupid real fast. <laughs> well, everybody just started beating everybody else up, and it was just like, all I was right. like, okay, Natty, make this all about you. Yeah. Fine. Um, we then had Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Big Breakfast himself, Baron Corbin. Uh, I thought this match was all right. I, I really liked the reversal of the end of days into the armbar. I thought that was cool. It was great, but then the end was the best part. The end was so strange, but then I went, oh, yeah, Royal Rumble. Um, 
And they do such good camera work when they don't want you to see Randy Orton. Uh, young Randall came out of nowhere and hit Shinsuke with an RKO. Like this is the a cardboard se- Randall came out of nowhere. Yes, this is like the seventieth time he's turned on Shinsuke Nakamura, um, and he hit Baron Corbin with one as well. And that was pretty much the end of that segment. But it's the Royal Rumble where you really can't take it personally. Yes. So. Yeah. Um. Did you notice the uh, the Raw recap? How they were using, like, a Fall Out Boy song that came out, like, five years ago. No. Oh, wait. Yes. <laughs> I'm very sure I just was like, I don't care about this and did not watch the Raw Recap. Well, I like that Fall Out Boy song. So I was like, I'm going to listen to this <laughs> <laughs> and do my makeup, which is totally what I did. Good. That's a That was a good use of time for that. I, I, yeah, indeed. I uh, approve. I approve. We had the new day came out and they introduced our new United States champion, Bobby Roode. Um, and I don't know. It was just pretty funny when uh, the new day was singing Bobby Roode's song as he walked to the ring. Yeah. And Corey Graves was having none of it. Yes, he was. He was having none of it for sure. We then had a six man tag team match between Jinder Mahal, Rusev, and Aiden English taking on Bobby Roode, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. I'm uh, very much enjoying Xavier Woods wrestling a lot more than he used to. I think everyone is. Um, he Because he, he came from a wrestling background before. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, so he's been around sense. for a while. I mean, um, so he gets the pinfall with his elbow drop. Uh, it was also announced that all three members of the New Day will be in the Royal Rumble. Can we talk about how orange Bobby Roode is? Sure. He was like almost as dark as the New Day. Wow. Jesus. No, he was like really orange. He was like Trent Beretta orange. That's pretty orange. Yeah. Well, then, but then again, I did notice it a lot. Like my first notice of it was when he was wrestling Aiden English, who was pale as the moon. Oh, yes. He's the palest boy of them all. <laughs> he's the palest boy. He is the palest boy. <laughs> uh rude kingston and woods get the win after xavier woods hits his elbow drop um aj styles versus kevin owens and uh you go okay we're gonna see this match again uh here comes the money here here comes, here the, comes money. the money 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 <laughs> money money uh dad shane says he's gonna fire sammy if he gets involved in this match and the same goes for kevin if he interferes in the match that follows um kevin owens gets injured very quickly in the beginning of this match and then really injured is it legit no i don't know i'm just asking i think it's a it's a work i think he's fine no like he wasn't like pretending to be injured though yeah i i I, what no i think he's never mind (laughs) you think he's legitimately uh injured no okay Never mind, never mind, never mind. Are you working me right now? What's happening? <laughs> What's going Imagine on? the role reversal. I'm so Holy I'm so confused. Shit. Stop working me into a shoot. Anyway. Dude, that's not my job. That's your job to do to me. Very true. Um, so Kevin taps real quick, um, and we get AJ versus Sammy. Uh, this match was pretty good. Um, AJ trying to come back for, after a sneak attack by Snam- Sammy. I guess it's a sneak attack. I don't really know. I mean, he knew the match was going to happen. Sammy, very aggressive in this match. Aggressive Sammy Zane. Um, a lot of fun. And Sammy actually wins after hitting a blue thunder bomb. Good stuff. 
and uh, Sammy and Kevin stand tall. And will we have the same result this Sunday at the Royale Rumble? Which I'm so excited for. It should be a hoot. If it's not your favorite pay-per-view of the year, then you're stupid. Wow. Shoot week. No, like every like all people who I know whose opinions I care about, they're always like, no, the Royal Rumble's the best. Because you don't know what's fucking coming. Very true. And the past couple years, WrestleMania has been a flaming letdown. Yeah. A flaming letdown. That's a great (laughs) that's fucking great. I love that. What was my favorite (laughs) my favorite tweet from Chuck Taylor was when he was like gonna start calling my dick the ultimate thrill ride because like WrestleMania, it's gonna be ultimately disappointing. Jesus Christ. (laughs) He is not he is not wrong uh, in that comparison. No, I'm saying Um, in the comparison, like it's a good thing to not hit personally. All right. Anyway, Speaking of being attacked personally, let's talk about 205 Live. And Please have that button ready, man. Let's talk about, uh, first of all, we opened the show with Daniel Bryan. He's being very dad-like, and he says... Do you have Do you have a cold, John? It's hard to say say Daniel Bryan without... Uh, it's <laughs> Daniel? Daniel. Anyway, young Daniel Bryan lets us know that he's very disappointed in his former son, I have no son, Enzo Amore. That actually might be the last time I say that person's name on this podcast. Yeah, good. So um, he's gone. He has been fired. Um, great. Good job. Um, I it's mean, a royal piece of shit. Allegedly, but I am not really. No, but based on his behavior in the past. Yes. He's a royal piece of shit. Yes. So. But. Uh, I guess the the what ultimately happened is that him not telling anyone about the allegations is what got him fired. Well, not the allegations themselves. Yeah. I don't, it was the fact that he didn't say anything. Right. I don't know. I, I, I it's it's a it's a straight not a strange situation. It's a it's a city shitty situation. And um, you know, the way he has behaved in the past, um I mean, yeah. So he's he's gone, and um, we have a question about him. And uh, I'll just I will address this right now. Calvin asks, "Will we ever see Enzo wrestle in a major Fed ever again?" My answer to that is a resounding fuck no. Um, mainly because he wasn't that good to begin with. Um, and everyone that liked wrestling hated him. Everyone that knew good wrestling hated Enzo Amore. Yes. So, um, uh, good riddance. Yeah, or just writtens. Good written. No, no what is good. It? What the fuck is he going to do now? Who cares? Um... <laughs> Reality TV! It, yeah, I mean, he's got to... Anyway, okay, so... He's going to take the reverse Miz route and go on the real world. Oh, my goodness. So Reverse Miz. <laughs> uh, the, the old reverse Miz. <laughs> so uh, we find out that uh, the... Cruiserweight Championship is uh, vacated, and uh, also um, Daniel Bryan lets us know there's going to be a GM of 205 Live. Which I can't believe we never thought would be a good idea before. Right. Well, I it mean, is a good idea. It is a good idea, and uh, we'll see. We'll see who it ends up uh, who ends up uh, being the 205 Live uh, GM, and why it will be Paige. Uh, no, I don't know. 
Dude, um, imagine if I, well, my note just says, fuck, I hope it's Bulak. It won't be, but could you imagine? Man, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Let's... Watch it's Alicia Fox. Oh, my goodness. Um, I hope it's somebody, I don't know, somebody serious. I don't know. Anyway. Bulak. No, I don't want a wrestler to be a GM. Anyway, okay, let's 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 move on here. So we have a six-man tag match: uh, Kalisto, Gran, Metalik, and the re-debuting Lince Dorado. Hey, I forgot about him, but I'm glad he's back. Uh, taking on Tony Nice, Arya Davari, and I guess for the first time ever, I'm gonna hit this button when I say TJP. You just made the list. I literally spent that entire match just—he's so good. Like honestly, like as much shit as he gives and gets, he's fucking stupendous. He's really good, John. Admit it. He's a. I'm. I don't have to admit it. I. I have already gone on record as saying that he he's is a good really wrestler. good. He is like he's got like. His moves are so clean and his technique is so like unique. Like I'm not even saying that because he's nice to look at. Like he's genuinely so much fun to watch. Like he's so fluid. Yeah. And he's great at being a brat and he's adorable when he throws tantrums. But um I also hate that I like Tony Nice's music because I hate Tony Nice. Tony Nice's music I think is actually it's very much based off of his indie music. The beginning is, at least, but I can't remember who does it. Do you remember when he was on the indies and you forgot that he even existed when he was on the indies? Yes, I did. I did remember. (laughs) Good times. Should be least memorable Tony Nese. That should be... uh... Least memorable Tony Nese. That should be his nickname. No, I I actually really enjoyed him in this match. I actually, like, if you ever... I don't know what it is about Tony Nese. I do enjoy him, his wrestling... But other than that, I'm just like, I don't know. He's just not memorable. He's memorable. I can appreciate his wrestling ability, which I think is, well, did, is good. Yeah. Did you notice that when um, Nigel was asked how he would handle being GM? Like, what if you were the GM? How would you handle that? He was like, I'm not going to say anything. Oh, interesting. Yes. That would be very interesting. I love Nigel. I think he's great. I actually like this uh, duo too. I think they are very they are paired very yeah, well. Yeah, how much does he totally sound like fucking Corey? He has a like like his voice actually just sounds he sounds like Corey. Uh the the main what is his name? It's, it's Vic something or Vic, other. Yeah. Um he sounds like or is it Vance? It's not Vance, is it? It's Vic Joseph, isn't it? WWE Vic Vic Joseph, yes. <laughs> Who is Vance? What is happening? Uh, Vic, jo- <laughs> Vic Joseph kind of sounds like um, he sounds like the guy who does the announcements for the San Jose Giants. That's who he sounds like to me. <laughs> now we have tonight's beer batter. I just th- think I'm going to hear that out of him. <laughs> wow. Just killed Marianne with that. Because it was such a specific reference and one that I 100% no no what yes. you're talking about so the six-man match was a lot of fun um tjp like... well just first though all right okay uh, he's beautiful um i like the evenness of time that each each guy got in yes, the ring yes there's one thing um, we may have forgotten about 205 live it's that everybody gets their shit in yeah, and good God, a roundhouse kick. What a good lucha thing. Yes, a very good lucha thing. Um, Somebody said it was... Uh, was saying that Tony Nese, like, 
knows that being a champion they're like tony knows that being a champion brings with it their power because they were talking about what's going to happen because the zo train is like non-existent yes, anymore yes and my only thought was yet yeah, tony like Tony knowing being a champion does bring power, but it doesn't make you interesting. In fact, it highlights the fact that you aren't interesting. Yikes. If you're the champion, everyone's going to be like, he's the champion, but he's the least interesting champion. Like, even Corey Groves couldn't get you over, and he tried. <laughs> he tried. Um, I liked how Nigel did a sweet Morrow callback and said, it's, on, <laughs> it's en fuego. En fuego. Good stuff. Um, TJ's fit. So TJ, um, he gets bumped into Tony Nice, and then he goes, "What are you doing?" Bleh, and Lindsay... no, he said, "What are you doing? You're supposed to be in the corner." And to be honest, he's right. All right, stop being a mark. He is right. <laughs> he's right. I what know. What the fuck I... was he doing up on the corner? He should have. <laughs> he, like, he, what was he doing up on the apron? He should have been in the corner. He was fucking supposed to be. He's so Lin- right. Lindsay Dorado hits a. Uh, I guess it would be a springboard stunner. No, that's not a springboard stunner. It's a handspring stunner, right? I don't know. He hits something and pins TJP. Uh, TJP, I don't feel, has not won a match since he's returned, which is fine, I guess, because he's he is in, it seems to be, oh, and he's just throwing a fit like he's. That's like his new thing. I told you, he's like the Draco Malfoy of 205 Live. So we'll see where this goes for, for Young. Weirdly uh... enough, Draco Malfoy also my favorite harry potter character oh, wow. tjp favorite cruiserweight after one drew gulak and speaking of drew gulak uh he gives us a little speech and tells us why he should be the new gm of 205 live dude and then doesn't he call it so it could be a drewtopia a drewtopia do you think he and would... i said imagine that drewtopian fantasy oh my goodness a drewtopian fantasy i believe that is the name of this episode <laughs> that would be my Drewtopian fantasy. Drewtopian fantasy. We had uh, Jack Gallagher taking wait, on. Wait, wait, going back Ooh. to that though. Did you see the backstage picture of him shooting that promo? No, I did he not. He posted it. He posted it where it's like the green screen part of it where they're shooting that promo yeah. on his Instagram, and I said, "Holy shit, this is some Chikara bullshit." <laughs> Which was like. <laughs> I was like, this is a Chikara throwback with, with like, I was like, all that's missing is just Scott Parker. Oh, my God. And I commented on it, and Drew Gulak liked it. And I was like, yeah, of course you liked it, because it's fucking true. It looked like a Chikara promo <laughs> that, that Scott Parker would be filming. Uh, next up, we had Jack Gallagher taking on Hideo Itami. Uh is heel Jack Gallagher just gonna wrestle in vest a vest and pants? Man, like, I, miss I guess Circus so. Chunks Gallagher. I guess so. That's what he's gonna wrestle in. Uh, Hideo Itami has a uh, a new finisher mainly because they want to protect everyone's orbital bones. Um, uh, I think I liked it. The the finish. It was like a weird kind of kick thing. I can't even remember it. I think I liked it though. That's what I wrote down. So here they we didn't are. protect CM, like other people when CM Punk had it as a finisher, though. Yeah, true. They didn't give a shit about people's orbital bones well, when CM Punk did it. Well, because CM Punk didn't break anyone's orbital bones, so. Oh yeah, and Dayo Tommy totally did. Yeah. Um, he said that the injury that he caused was an accident, and that he respects. He respects. Brian Kendrick, the but Brian that he Kendrick. doesn't respect Jack Gallagher. Jack Gallagher, and they were saying. Well, Jack Gallagher is good, and like 
um, gonna like he's earning his respect now because he was winning the match at the time. Right. And I was like, dude, hurting people doesn't earn you their respect. Very true. Hitler hurt a lot of people. He did not get any respect from those people that he killed. You went just straight to Hitler. I that's the first thing I thought of is hurt, <laughs> Hitler hurt people. <laughs> I didn't have that's like the str- honestly it is the first thing I thought of. Fair, fair enough. I don't know why. I played a lot of cards against humanity last night. There was a lot of just racist bullshit going on. So well, there you go. Well. Um, then we had a backstage yes. segment with Tozawa. Oh um, my god. This was amazing. This, these cell phone spots need to stop. No, come on. But that was great. I need I need that uh gif of him just like doing Vince, Vince arms. Vince arms down the hallway. <laughs> that was perfectly shot. He did a great job. I loved that so much. I could be and it a makes great sense boss. as to why he's best friends with Ricochet. Oh my! I'm goodness. so excited for the three of them to be reunited. Oh, it's going to be a Dragon Gate USA uh, reunion with um, Tozawa, freaking Apo- Apollo, Apollo Cruz, Ricochet. And, yeah. They are like legitimate best friends in real life. Yeah, and it's just I'm so happy for them. Me too. Let's talk about <laughs> this main brilliant. event. Let's talk oh about God. Cedric Alexander taking on Mustafa Ali, who I believe I hit the button for. You just yes, made the you list. Do. What a He's goddamn so, match. It was a goddamn match, but he is goddamn handsome. Yes, but also he wrestled a match against Cedric so Alexander. Good. This match was amazing. The crowd was fucking into it. I loved Which it. Which is amazing. Yes, because, you know, let's let's not beat around the bush here. 205 Live people who are there they're just like they've wandered in is basically what's happened it's not even that they've wandered in it's that they've already watched two hours of wrestling before it yes so they now that they're all tired and here we are we're watching more wrestling just because it's here and there was what happened was there was a spinning heel kick and then a spanish fly almost immediately afterwards and then you got that this is awesome chance yes uh and that was deep into the match it wasn't just like we're just gonna chant something for fun uh, and they chanted, this is awesome, and it felt like they meant it. Uh, there were they, some near well, you falls. You don't chant it unless, like, you mean it. Like, it was fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, that, if, you, if you're not watching 205 Live and you need to, like, and you want to start, start with that Yeah, one. I think this is a good place to start, mainly because the Zoe is gone. So The actually, Zoe is gone, and also, I think I realized for a while we weren't watching 205 Live. Yeah, I can't we remember why we weren't. I think just because we were lazy. <laughs> it was because we were lazy. And also, I think the time period that I wasn't watching 205 Live just happened to coincide with the time period that TJP was not on 205 Live. Wow. It's a conspiracy or a coincidence. It is a conspiracy. But also, I love Noam Dar. Yeah. Where is. Uh... He's, he's injured. You just made the list. Oh, he's injured. All right. He's injured. And I, I do remember I, I have been speaking with one TJP. Um, and I said to him, I was like, you're my favorite after Jugulak, but I also love Noam Dar. And he was like, so I'm your sixth favorite. Damn. And I went, no. (laughs) But we both agreed that Jugulak is the best. Because he is. So Jugulak could be my favorite. Jugulak is the best. So, uh, yeah, match was great. Crowd was really into it. They were, they were into it start to finish. Actually, I don't know, start to finish, but they gradually got into it. 
a lot of fun, and Cedric gets the win, and we'll see what happens next week. I was so into that match. Yeah, it was amazing. It was very good. There were so many near falls, and obviously I really am, like, I am biased towards Mustafa Ali because I've really liked him, like, from the beginning. Not because he's nice to look at, but because he's so fucking well-rounded. Yes. He's phenomenal. Like, he's so good. Yeah. And I, there were so many near falls where I was like, yes! And then, like, he would, like, Cedric would kick out, and I would be doing my makeup, and I had to make sure I wasn't putting on eyeliner at that time because <laughs> I would have jumped. Oh, boy. And then gone, shit, and something would have gone in my eye. Goodness. But that match was fucking phenomenal. All right. We... I hate using the term phenomenal because it's tied to AJ Styles, that's but that's fine. the best word I could think of. Let's get to the questions here, shall we? Yes. What is your prediction on match order? Jesus. Okay, so um, J. Tyler Brown says, XFL, we're doing it different this time? Is it all a clever ruse to get a new distribution deal? Um. Yeah, so it's a the, clever ruse to get 3D Doritos back on the market. There you go. So the XFL uh, announced this coming back today. Um, I was talking to Nick about this, and I was reading off everything, and he was like, why doesn't uh, Vince McMahon just uh, give his employees health care? And I laughed really hard and went, you know what? That probably would have been better. Um, anyway, yeah, the XFL's back. I'm sure we're – is it a clever ruse? No, I think it's just a clever move because, I mean – he, they're going to do it when the NFL is not happening. And I mean, yes, they did that last time, but maybe we learned from our mistakes. I think my favorite um, tweet about it was, um, where is it? Oh, yeah, it was Cap got old white conservatives so worked up that they'll spend $100 million to, re- to revive a failed brand so no one can kneel during the anthem. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> And then there was a series of really great Tim Dons tweets that were, um, oh no. You just made the list. Yeah. Man, it's over an hour in and I am like already late, late with my Tim Dons. He said, um, what do you care more about the XFL or that Taco Bell started selling cheese fries? Oh, uh, breaking news. I had those cheese fries for dinner and they were quite good. Really? Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to get they have like a what is it? The Bel Grande cheese fries. They basically just have, you know, yeah, I'm going to try those. Is it like chili cheese fries like burrito? Uh, like, not really. Chili. It's a little different, but it's um I'm down with it. He said um my one of my favorite tweets that he said, "Oh my god, where is it? It was so funny." All right, while you look for that. Oh, it was I thought I thought eating fries from Taco Bell was weird, but then I realized how much stranger it is to be eating Taco Bell sober. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, "Hey, I do that all the time." But then yeah, they do need to bring back if they're bringing back that, they need to bring back uh 3D Doritos. All right. Well, I hope they do. So, uh he also asks, uh what is your prediction of match order for Royal Rumble? I assume you're asking if I think the the men's main are the Men's Royal Rumble will main event the show. I'm going to say, yeah, it will. But, man, wouldn't it just be fucking cool if the women main evented? That would be great. But I don't think that's going to happen. What do you think about Stephanie McMahon being on commentary? I don't like it. She's but making I also... it all about herself. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like we... Well, Come you know, on, Steph, Steph. I'm just going to assume it's because any legend that they would want to do it is going to be in the match. That's what I'm uh, thinking. Because we only have, oh, only 18 have been announced for both of them. That is very interesting. So 
anyway, I, yeah, I think I think the the men's rumble will main event the show. Um, let's see what else has NXT gotten better, gotten to be better than it ever has been. Um, we actually didn't watch NXT tonight, but I will say I have watched you know a couple of episodes, new newer episodes. And I think I can agree that it, it it has been better than it ever has been. I think, Marianne. Bobby Fish. So you just made the list. Yes. So Marianne agrees. Um, side note: uh, When is Ho- No Way Jose getting a call up? Um, I don't know. Let's see him in the Rumble on Sunday. Why not? That would be great. Let's do that. I spent all of SmackDown waiting for Mojo Rally to announce that he was going to be in the Royal Rumble, and then he just wasn't there, and I was really fucking sad. I thought he didn't he say he was going to be in the Rumble? Oh, he's not list he's not listed, but I'm sure he'll be in the Royal Rumble. He has to be. Let's see. Ujo, my new car has cup holders and one of the one of the cup holders has like a little roof over it and it's his little cubby hole. That's where I keep my mojo. Nice. And I don't mean that in a dirty way. It's right. where I keep my tiny plastic mojo. Right. And I have I to say it meant. in that voice like I'm talking to an animal. Uh let's see. Also is NXT Gargano a better babyface than NXT Sami Zayn? Uh, you goddamn right he is. You goddamn right he is. Johnny Gargano, uh, numero uno. Um, let's see. Where do you think All In is going to be performed? I don't know what All In is. Do you know what that is? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Wow, that took me a second. Sorry, sorry. I know that what this is. So All In is whatever um, that uh, that wrestling thing is that Cody and the Young Bucks are trying to get together. Are you familiar with this? Oh, yeah. So do I th- – I'm sorry. Where do I think All In will be performed? I... Are they doing it <sighs> WrestleMania weekend? No, they're doing it the weekend. It's going to be in September. It's going to be the weekend of BOLA usually is what the fuck yeah so um with rumors of what cm punk is going to do after all of this time might you expect to see him in all in or is that just me um jay tyler brown i'm sorry to say that it is probably just you but man what a get that would be for them but also that's probably not gonna happen where do i think it's gonna be performed um mainly because the west coast gets no good things outside of la I'm not going to I'm going to say it's not going to be San Francisco. Um so it'll probably be Chicago. There you go. You heard it here first. Anyway, let's see. Um where does the Smackdown Battle of the Commission/GM go after the Rumble? Do you think they're planning on Daniel Bryan's return to the WWE ring? I don't think Daniel Bryan is um is ever going to wrestle in the WWE again. He's not. He's absolutely and not. I would be horribly disappointed um if if they let him well no i don't know if i'd be horribly disappointed if they let him um if he was to come back i'd be horribly disappointed if it was against anyone but the miss oh my god that needs to be the match the oh my god dude i know i know this is said a lot but can we seriously just talk about how great the miss is i just watched the miss bust into sam roberts um radio oh my show God. it's like 22 minutes and he's just like you didn't have time for me it's the greatest thing ever and you know he just walked in and just started riffing the uh, mike mizanin the miz all hail the greatest wrestler besides 
Roman Reigns. Dude, Miz is like up there. Like Miz is probably like he's got to be top five of my favorites. Like he, if you watch that video after Enzo got fired, the one of him telling him off. Yeah. I think Calvin said it like you almost think with the way that the Miz works and how most of his like promos are shoots that he tried to give Enzo advice and yeah. Enzo snubbed him and he was like I see so much potential in you and you are just everyone hates you there's a reason why everyone hates you the way you behave you're disrespectful and he's just and nothing he didn't once make it about himself yeah he did at one point when he said, you came out here and you ruined one of the most important moments of my life when he's talking about his future child, which makes sense. And it was genuine. And he was like, "And how fucking dare you? Like, it, it was it was so rude of Enzo. It really right. was. Like, and it was just like him ripping into him. It makes so much more sense. And it, like, really opens your eyes when you watch it after the fact. Because obviously everything Miz says all the time is right. And I just think it's funny he was ripping into Sam Roberts because, I don't know, fuck that guy. <laughs> he um, looks like a cartoon. He looks like fucking. Oh my god! What is? Uh, I the don't know. fucking nerdy. The fucking nerdy guy from Family Guy. The nerdy guy from Fan. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, let's see here. Where are we with the questions? With the questions. Um, Jay Tyler Brown also asks, uh, who do you think is going to be the biggest surprise in the men's and women's Royal Rumble? I think, uh, Cassius Ono will be in the Rumble. That's just me. Probably, uh... No, he... Okay, never mind. Go back. He reminds me of Neil Goldman. Oh, my God. Okay. From Family Guy. Yes, all right. So, um, men's Royal Rumble, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Cassius... Other than that, I'm not really sure. We'll probably see a, some ECW guys. Wouldn't be surprised on that. What is that? Not, I would be what is so that excited to see one Chris Hero. Dude, I don't own any Chris Hero shirts. I do. That's nice. Yep. <laughs> uh, women's Rumble, I don't know. Maybe Lita. Um, I think Candice would be fun. I think if Candace showed up, that would be cool. Because everybody knows who she is. Yeah. Um, just be on the She's lookout. She's like the AJ Styles. Right. Of the of the women. I, I agree. Um, so uh, be on the lookout for number three. Those have been the surprise spots for the last Except couple Except when years. it was Kalisto last year. No, I thought it was AJ last year. I thought AJ... No, it was the year before. I thought AJ was number three No, last I remember year. one year Kalisto was number three, and it was the most disappointing thing. It might have been that year, the year before. Oh, Kalisto was three. Where's, wait, where's AJ? I thought AJ was in the Rumble. Was he not in the, what is happening? Where's AJ Styles? Oh my goodness. Holy moly. John forgot when AJ Styles debuted and it wasn't in 2017. It was the year before. So you were right. That's what I thought. Yes, it was Kalisto and it was the biggest fucking disappointment ever. Oh my God. Randy Orton won the Royal Rumble last year. My God. Anyway. How anticlimactic. Um, let's see here. Do you see the perfect 10 coming in at 10 again? I mean, I hope so. I feel like they should just... They, he has to. Yeah, he has to. Or he has to, he has to come in in like either 5, 10, or 20. <laughs> yes, in an even... Yes, I, yes, I get it. There I guess we. maybe 15, but it would be funnier if it was 20. Uh, Wendell asks, with well-known indie wrestlers recently being signed to the WWE Performance Center... 
who is the next next um, capital P prospect in the Indies that the WWE should be considering pursuing, or rather, which indie wrestler should consider having a WWE run in which we can see their talent be used effectively? Um, That's a really hard question. Who should the WWE be looking at? Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, I mean, if they laid off their their uh, marijuana abuse, I mean, Matt Riddle is just he's right there. Just take him. Yeah, he has a he has a um, a gimmick that is easily worked with. I think Flash Morgan Webster would be fantastic because he is very unique. Yes. Um. I mean, man, who else would I uh, do? I think is a good. Honestly, I think Sammy Guevara is pretty cool. I was thinking him, but then I was like, can they do? I was like, does Trust Fund Kid work on a large scale? <laughs> I think Keith Lee is also would also be Keith great. Lee is the nicest man. Keith Lee would be great, I think. I call him my chocolate angel, and he actually answers to it. Oh my god! Um, I'm like chocolate angel. I, I who else? I I would really like to see Anthony Henry get a shot. I think that would be cool. Um, I really like Anthony Henry. He seems like he, he's a cool dude, but he's also a very good wrestler. What um, about Jonathan Gresham? He's too small. And I know, I know, I know, but I think he's just too small. He's got a match with Tim Daunce coming up. He does. But I love Jonathan Gresham. I would love for Jonathan Gresham to get a shot. I'm, I just don't know um, if, if um, that's what they want right now. I don't know. Do you think Tony Storm's going to come out during the Women's Royal Rumble? Oh, I hope so. That would be cool. Dude, Nick would pee himself. I know, and uh, I would not want him to do that while we watch the Rumble. <laughs> um, all right, we, let's uh, let's let's get through some questions. We just got two more. Actually, we only have one more um, follow up in trying to make sure that the roster isn't too crowded. If WWE was to make any upcoming releases, holy hell, who would you expect? they release well they just cleared up some space by getting rid of the zoe um you want me to go through wwe roster oh my goodness okay um, rhino and heath slater oh my god is rockstar spud is signed to wwe i completely forgot about that unassigned talent <laughs> oh, look at all this uk unassigned talent anyway let's see here who would i think that they would release this is interesting. This is an interesting question. And people we really have not seen in a very long time. I mean, if I'm going, man, let's see here. Sinkara. I mean, man, I could see them releasing Sinkara, but I feel like I could have seen that a while ago. Um, we got, let's see. I'm just going down and I'm like, I don't even know if the roster's too crowded right now. I mean, let's see. Um,. I mean, I could honestly, and I, I hate to say it because I love what they've done with Breezango, I could see them releasing uh, The Ascension. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I could see them releasing The Ascension. I could see them, I mean, the colognes are, I mean, did you even, I for, every time I see the colognes, I go, oh yeah, every time. Yeah, I could see them. I thought they already been released. No, they they are still around. Yeah, so definitely them. Um, other than that, I mean, I feel like the SmackDown roster is pretty set. Raw side of things, holy moly, they got a lot here. Um, 
Cesaro. I'm kidding. <laughs> Fuck you. But also, I would love to see Cesaro square off against Cassius Ono in the Rumble. I think that would be a fun thing. It would be like two Chikara trainers. Yes. I feel like. Oh my god. I feel like with uh with the the Raw roster, there's a lot of people that I could see retiring very soon, like the Big Show, Kane. Um, Kane better fucking retire. You know what makes me really sad? What? Nixon Newell loves Kane. Oh jeez. Yeah, Nixon. I have some problems with that. Um, I mean that's yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I I would also like to uh one more thing is uh the Balor Club was actually announced as the Balor Club in their little like uh graphic. So I thought that was pretty cool. So we're just gonna call them the Balor Club now, and I'm fine with that. Um, also I, I got DDT universe and I've been watching that. I can't remember if I mentioned that last time, but, uh, I've been watching some speedball Mike Bailey, Dan, and, uh, he's looking pretty good. Pretty spry. Yeah. He's looking fantastic. And I got some other stuff I got to watch. I'm very far behind on the programs. You have to watch the very first, uh, progress event of the year. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, because you have that. That's a thing. I Honestly, I've been like, I'll get home from work. Like... I fall asleep at work. Like, I'll go out to my car for, like, my break, and I'll fall asleep. And I get home. And it's weird because I sit down all day, and then I'll get home, and then I'm, like, I will fall. Like, I'm exhausted now, but I also, like, my level of tiredness equals my level of how much I want Taco Bell. Wow. My goodness. That's a whole thing. All right. A little tough right now. So Royal Rumble's (laughs) on Sunday. Um, We might record afterward. I'm not really sure. Uh... My girlfriend's coming into town. Um, her flight is in the middle of the rumble. So, uh, no way. Yeah, she might move it back, though. Well, I'm not sure. So, like her I, flight to leave is in the middle of the rumble. Yeah, so she might, oh. uh, she might move it back. I haven't discussed it with her, but she, um, suggested she move it back so she could watch the rumble with me. <laughs> Um, the Rumble. I want her to watch the Rumble. All right. Das Rumble. So we'll see. I'm not sure, but let's wrap this up really quick because I got a lot of stuff to do at 10:30 at night. I only, I know it's only 9:30. Anyway, so you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at JP Thrice, and you can follow Marianne on Twitter and Instagram Sailor Moonsault and Sailor Dot Moonsault. That last one is for Instagram, yeah? Instagram, yes. Okay. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio. Rate and review us as well. And also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. Somebody did. Nameless person. Good for you. I don't know who it is, but thank you for buying one of our shirts. Thank you. You don't have to wear it. You could use it to wash your car. I don't care. Just give us your monies. Wow. All right, then. Speaking of monies, uh, support TTR and all the other podcasts on NOTLG.com. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash NOTLG. Uh, huge shout-out to Chris. Huge shout-out to Calvin. Huge shout-out to Mike. They all donate to the Patreon, and we appreciate that. Mucho Moss. Is that more Moss? I don't know. Nope, that's not right know. at all. Anyway, uh, join us again next week or maybe earlier than next week. We might talk about TakeOver and we might talk about Royal Rumble. Who knows? It'll be great because we'll probably be drunk. Well, uh, some of us might be. Some of us might not be because some of us have to drive our girlfriends to the airport. So uh, there's only one thing left to do. So, Marianne, if you will, 
Ring the bell. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit notlg.com.